Welcome to the Fit Chicks Chat Podcast, where we talk all things fitness, nutrition, and wellness for women to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out. And now, your hosts, Laura Jackson and Amanda Quinn. Welcome to Fit Chicks Chat, brought to you by Fit Chicks Academy, where we help heart-centered women who love health and fitness get certified as fitness and nutrition coaches and build amazing businesses. Our goal is to educate and empower women to take control of their lives through our weekly podcast, where we talk about fitness, nutrition, mindset, and wellness. In each episode, you will hear from us together, sometimes solo, as well as from top female experts in the fields of fitness, nutrition, wellness, and business to educate and empower you to take control of your health and your life. Now let's dive into this week's episode of Fit Chicks Chat. Literally, we're going to be walking you through exactly the first five steps you need to get this party started. So make sure you put this in your calendar for all five days. And, um, and yeah, and show sure up live, show up live. That way there are any questions you have, any burning questions, you can answer it instantly. So you can just keep moving with momentum and then you're not stuck. You're not staying stuck. Right. Um, yeah. So as Laura was saying, like this next five days, we're going to be focusing on getting you started to build your online business. And this is like the foundational stuff that if you skip this stuff, which is the stuff that most people do skip and then they end up struggling and they're not sure why. So this is like the important stuff. So one of the ways that we like to describe it is like building a house. It's like your foundational stuff, right? So this is the beginning phases of your business. And even if you're someone who already has a business or you have an in-person business that you want to translate to online or wherever you're at, even if you have it, I want you to go through these steps because oftentimes we have went through them, but we haven't done them maybe as well as we could have, or we haven't put as enough emphasis on some areas, or we just kind of missed it. So this is going to help you get set up for success so that everything else just falls into place super nicely. So let me just make sure you guys can see me okay, because I've got a window over here. <laughs> um, all right, so we are going to get this party started because it's 12, and we are just like going to rock this. So... Welcome everyone to Build Your Online Fitness and Biz Challenge. Um, this is our five-day online challenge, and my name is Amanda Quinn, and I'm going to be running you through today's session. Laura is, as she mentioned, she is going to be here. She is helping me out. <laughs> the other co-founder, she's going to be helping me out answering any questions that you have. So any questions that you have throughout the presentation, pop them into the chat function. I will do a live Q&A at the end as well. If you do have any other questions that maybe are bigger questions or that you have these burning questions that just keep coming up, um, I will do a live Q&A at the end so we can answer that as well live. But any questions that you have as we're going through it, type them in. If you're on the Facebook group, hi everyone in Facebook. Um, make sure that you comment there and Laura will get back to you as well, okay? So she's going to be manning all that side of it. I'll be educating you guys on our very first step, which is, let's do this. Day one, today is all about discovering your blue ocean strategies so that you can stand out in a saturated market. Now, I know that sounds like a little like, wah, 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 like a little like, boring, but I'm telling you guys, this step is the key. This is the step that is going to help you lead down the path for clarity, okay? Because this is the very beginning. So one of the things that we often hear from people, before we even dive into how to do this, I just want to address this right away because this is a big fear that keeps coming up for people, which is, I really want to do this. I want to get into the online space. I want to develop an online training program. I want to develop, you know, I want to help as many people as I can. And I want to be able to have this global business online. And I want to do this, but it's such a saturated market. There's so many people doing this already. So 
how do I stand out in a saturated market? And then the fear kicks in and you're like, but there's so many people doing it. Maybe I shouldn't even bother. Maybe I should just stay and play it safe with my in-person business or my like in-home training, which is amazing. If you have that stuff, that's so good, right? And if that's your goal, that's amazing. But if you want to take your business online, which you do, because that's why you're here, you need to understand that saturated markets are not a bad thing. Saturated markets are actually an amazing thing because when you have a saturated market, it means that you have tons of people. Like when you have a lot of people in this um, in a space that is selling the same product or service, it means that it's because a lot of people are buying it. This um, the fitness industry is actually uh, what was the number I saw the other day? It was I think it was a three point two trillion dollar industry. Like crazy globally like that includes like health products and services and you know um like supplements and things like that but still like that's insane so if you think that there's no space for you in this market you're super wrong the difference is is that almost everybody plays it safe and they do the same thing which is they market themselves in a way of falling into this red ocean, which we're going to talk about a little bit later, which is basically just marketing as like, Oh, I have a training program. I'm a personal trainer for personal training services and I offer it to everybody and anybody. And this is kind of where they get stuck. Okay. So what we're going to talk about today is how to get you unstuck from that and get you into your own blue ocean, your own niche strategy so that you can actually stand out. So then a saturated market doesn't scare you. It excites you. All right. Does that sound good guys? Yeah. <laughs> all right. So finding your niche market. First of all, what is a niche market? So this is the official definition. A niche market is the subset of the market of which specific product is focused. The market niche defines the product features aimed at satisfying specific market needs as well as the price range, production, quality, and the demographics that it is intended to target. It is also a small market segment. So that's the official definition. Essentially, the way I like to think of it is a niche market is like your own little world within a bigger world, right? So when you think about like a saturated market, like I was talking about earlier, like you think about health and fitness. Health and fitness is like, if you think about trainers, I probably know hundreds of trainers. <laughs> I know like maybe like every third person I know is like a certified personal trainer, but what's happening is they're all struggling because they're in this saturated market. When you pull it out into a niche market, a niche market is when you're going to go down the road and say, Okay, yeah, I'm a personal trainer, but I'm a personal trainer specifically for elderly women, or I'm specifically a personal trainer for um, families with children that have weight issues or something along those lines. Like it's very specific. When you do that, guys, that's how you stand out. So I'm going to show you exactly how we can do that today and how you can take whatever it is, even if you already have an in-person business that you're transferring online, or if you just have an idea of what you want to create, I'm going to show you how you can drill it down to become more niche. Because once you understand what your niche is, you can stand out in any marketplace. So here's just some examples, as I was mentioning earlier, some examples. General is where most people play it safe, okay? This is where most people start, which is fitness for men and women and children. I want to do fitness for everybody. <laughs> and now that's amazing, and that's cool. You want to help everybody, and I get that. Like, I totally feel that with my heart. But when you're general like that, what happens is you're in that saturated market. You get completely lost in the sea of, like, hundreds of thousands of other trainers out there, okay? When you go niche, I want to go fitness for women in their 50s dealing with hormone issues due to menopause. 
oh my gosh, what's going to happen there? As soon as I do that, I'm going to have women that are in their 50s that are dealing with hormone issues that feel like they're having weight issues and stuff that are in menopause that'll see my ad versus someone next to me that says I do fitness for men, women, and children. And they're going to go, wait a second, I need to work with her because she's specifically targeting me. She understands my needs, not just children. She's just, she focuses on me. So she's obviously an expert with what I need. So that's why niche marketing is so, um, it's so important. So another example is like general, which you see as well, nutrition for everybody. <laughs> I do nutrition plans. I can do a nutrition plan for your mom, for your dad, for your dog, whatever. That's cool. But you are going to struggle because nobody is going to hear you in a saturated market. The difference is if you do niche, nutrition plans for female vegan athletes. So clear. You know that you have female vegan athletes. They need a nutrition plan. They're coming to you over going to someone who just does nutrition for everybody. Okay. And then the last example I have here is our, I'm going to put my thing down here, actually. There we go. Camera's down there. Um, wellness coaching for all. So again, just wellness. It's just generalized. It's non-specific. It's not really necessarily targeting anybody. It doesn't make somebody read that and put their hand up and say, oh my gosh, she understands me. I need her help. Instead, how about wellness coaching for women dealing with anxiety? As soon as someone, a woman sees that, she's like, oh my gosh, that is the person that needs to work with me, right? So that is just some really quick examples of exactly what I'm talking about when I talk about generalized versus niche marketing. Now, why it's so important for you to understand um, your niche. So the first thing is, is that it attracts your ideal clients. It also is going to, in the same breath, repel others who are not your ideal client. Now you might be like, hold the phone, Amanda, what you're talking about. I don't want to be repelling anybody. I'm in the beginning of my business. I want to attract everybody. I just want to help people. I understand that. It's a fearful thing. It's a fearful thing to be able to be like, okay, I only want to attract this specific audience instead of saying I'm opening up my net to everybody. But the thing is, guys, is that when you're attracting your ideal client, when you have those women that are 50 that are dealing with menopause and hormone issues and they're raising their hand, they're going to come so quickly to you because you are going to be seen as the expert because you're speaking directly to them. They are going to come to you versus the, you're not going to have men attract. You're not going to have men coming to you because that's not who you're trying to attract, right? So it's going to allow you to repel the people that you don't want to work with, and it's going to allow you to attract the people that you do. And we're going to talk about your dream client on day four, so make sure you show up for that. <laughs> but what I'm talking about specifically is when you have your niche, it's so important to understand it because it's going to help you attract them so that you're not constantly scrambling and hustling and trying to figure out how do I just get anybody to show up, okay? The other thing is, is that it gives you an identity as an expert in one specific area. Having an identity being known as like, um, you know, I have this one chick that I'm working with right now and I'm helping her build her online business. And we were talking about this and, you know, she was going to be doing, and I know she won't mind me using this example. She was going to be doing generalized just health and wellness for people that have, um, you know, like any kind of hormone issues or nutrition issues and things like that. Instead now, so that's cool. Like it was general, but now she has an identity. We've actually given her identity. She is now called the gut chick. So she's actually going to be focusing specifically on people that have like IBS and things like that. So the people that have those issues are going to know that she is an expert and that is what she knows. That's everything she talks about. That's everything that she like lives for. Right? So it makes it so easy to create that identity for yourself. 
Um, it also allows your clients to find you easily through all the noise in the online space because again, as I showed you with those examples earlier, when you have the generalized fitness for everybody versus when you have the niche specific fitness for women in um, with hormone issues due to menopause, you like what are they searching online? They're not searching just, oh, I need a fitness class. They're feeling, they're searching like menopause issues, weight gain, hormone issues. That's what they're searching. You're going to show up for them, okay? It also allows you to carve out an area in that saturated market. As I talked about before, you've got that saturated market, which is amazing because it know, you know then that there are people that are looking for your services, but it allows for you to pull yourself away from that audience and say, hey, wait a second, but I'm over here and I've got my own voice and my own thing going on and I'm not in this generalized area anymore. Um, it allows for you to create your content too that is relevant to interact with your ideal clients. One of the biggest things that niche marketing is going to help you do is get you a clear message. Because here's the thing. If you are saying that I am someone who is specifically going to be able to work with women that are dealing with hormone issues due to menopause, but then all of a sudden I'm posting, you know, like workout tips for men, or I'm posting like, you know, um, I don't even know, like strength training for like children or something along those lines, I'm not fully in line with what these people want to hear about. Versus when you understand your niche and you understand who you're speaking to, every single thing that you post, every message that you create, every email, every social media post, every single thing you do is geared towards what they need. So it allows for you, number one, it's gonna make your life easier because now your messages are gonna become so much more clear you're going to understand what it is that you need to focus on more. And then at the same time, it's going to allow for them to hear you loud and clear, right? And you'll start to develop more of a dialogue and interaction with your people versus just generalized. Because one of the things that happens often is you'll see someone post like, for example, oh, here's like a tip for women that are dealing with hormone issues. And then all those women are like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. I can't wait to see what she posts next. And then if the next day I'm posting, like here's some activities you can do with your children. They're like, wait, hold on. That's not like what I'm interested in at all. Like I'm really just interested in focusing on this and that'll, that'll repel your ideal client, which is not what you want to do. You want to just be repelling the people that are not your people. All right. Hope that makes sense. Um, <laughs> it also allows you to have clarity. That's one of my biggest things when it comes to niche marketing that I think is so important. When we started Fit Chicks, we created this without even really knowing it at the time. <laughs> so this was like in September of 2008 when we developed Fit Chicks. I mean, we knew that we wanted to develop a brand that was specifically targeting helping women because we wanted to work with women. That's who we connect to. That's like the voice that we understand. I mean, we're women that transformed our own health and wellness through fitness and nutrition. So it was like really important for us to be able to, you know, understand what they're going through and understanding the emotional aspect that goes along with health and fitness. For us, it just made sense. But we did it without really understanding that that was like niche marketing at the time because that was like 10 years, over 10 years ago. And it was like, we were just kind of like figuring it all out, right? But now what I'm saying to you is like, it was probably the best decision that we ever made because allowing for us to have that clear brand and that clear message that was speaking to women and that we knew was speaking specifically to the demographic that we wanted to talk to or even our brand name being Fit Chicks, we knew that there was no men that were going to be content. The odd one, the odd odd man would be like, hey, can I join your class? And we're like, no. <laughs> but generally, we always had it so that it was so clear, right? Women knew that they, they came to us. It was Fit Chicks and Fit Chicks Academy. It's like, it's for women. It's specifically around health and fitness. It was so clear. So it allowed for us to develop that brand clarity as well and give us that identity that we desired. 
So how do you develop? So that's kind of like why it's so important and why you really need to focus on this and you can't skip the step. That's why we made it day one. It's like so important, but how do you do it? So uncovering your niche is going to help you identify what you want to be known for in the industry as well, right? If someone's going to Google you, I love thinking about this. It's like, if someone's going to Google you, they're going to type in Amanda Quinn, what do I want to pop up? Like, what is it that I actually want to be able to see? So that's the identity that you want to create. So I want you to sit back and really think about that. Think about like, if someone was to Google your name, what do you want to show up? Do you want to be showing up as just like, oh, I'm just a personal trainer and this, that, that's fine if that's what you want. But if you want to be known because you're like, I really want to help women with hormone issues due to menopause, like I, I'm in the same boat as them. I understand what they're going through and that's my challenge. Like that's your identity that you're going for. You need to create that. You need to figure out what you want to be known for. So how do you do that? So there's two ways that you develop your niche market. We have the internal side and then we have the external. So internally, this is how you want to show up in the world. Uh, It's not your job title. So keep in mind, it's not like personal trainer, blah, blah, blah. It's the deep understanding of the value that you're creating and who you're creating it for and the result that you're actually providing. Okay. I know a lot. So how do you do that specifically? You uncover your internal by asking yourself the following questions. And these questions, guys, are on your worksheet. So if you haven't already downloaded your worksheet, you need to make sure that you go and do that like now or as soon as this presentation is done, okay? Because these are the questions that if you can answer these questions honestly, it will help you provide clarity of who you want to be in this world, how you want to show up, what kind of legacy you want to create, what do you want to be known for, you know, later on. So the first question is, what am I truly passionate about? Don't do something that you are not passionate about. If you are doing something because you're just doing it for the money or doing it for all the wrong reasons, then you are going to attract all the wrong people. I promise you that. Okay. You need to be doing it with true passion. So I like to think of it as like what lights you up, what fires you up. Like when someone asks you a question, if they ask you a question specifically about like, um, I don't know, like strength training and strength training is not your thing. Maybe your thing is like running. Like you love to help people learn how to run. If that's the thing, then don't develop a strength training program, develop a running program. Okay. So like, just think about the thing that really, that you truly are passionate about. And then that is what you create for yourself, for your brand. That's how you figure out where you want to go in this world. The next thing is, what can I talk about for days? I feel like there is still more I want to share. So that means like you have this in-depth knowledge and you don't have to have all the answers. So keep that in mind. Like even if you're in a place where you're just starting out, that's totally cool. But you want to know that like you could talk about it for days and hours on end, but then you also wouldn't be bored doing it. (laughs) Like you would be excited to do it. You'd be like, yes, I'm so fired up and I can go on and on and on and on. And then if I don't know the answers, I'm going to research it. I'm going to be fired up to research it. So like, this is the stuff that you want to think about. The other thing is, what do you want to be known for? As I mentioned earlier, like if you Googled yourself, how do you want to show up? That's like three and four. Like, what do you want to be known for? Do you want to be known for like training with children? Do you want to be known for the person who helps like, you know, um, like families come together with like health and wellness. Like what do you really truly want to be known for? Number five is like, what do I naturally gravitate towards? What is the one thing? Like for me, for example, one of the things that I've always kind of gravitated towards naturally is to do with yoga and meditation and that kind of wellness side. Also, strength training and like cardio and all that. But like yoga has always been like this home place for me. Like it's always felt like really comfortable and at ease. And 
although I only teach it in certain aspects, I only teach it at retreats and things like that, it's still just something that I naturally gravitate towards, but I also learn so many lessons from it. So I still educate myself in that area because it feeds me and it lights me up and it allows me to become better at instructing and better at teaching and better at educating in all of these other areas of my life. Right? So think about the one thing that you naturally gravitate towards. That will help you identify what niche you specifically want to get into. Number six is who am I serving and are they the people I want to serve long term? Big, heavy weighted question. Okay. I don't want you to do it and say, I want to work with children, but then you don't really like working with children <laughs> or like you are like, I'm going to work with men, but then like you know, you think like, I want to do that for like a year, but then I want to start strength training women. Like just whatever you want to do. Like if you're like, I want to do this for now, take away that for now, get rid of that altogether and think about what was the next thing you were thinking about. Whatever that next step was, that's what you want to go for. Don't give yourself baby steps to get there. Just go for it. Like decide the area that you want to focus on and jump right there. Okay. Focus on that one thing. Don't give yourself the step ahead. Don't think I'm going to do this first and then I'm going to do this. Then I'm going to do this because that's my dream. Go for the dream. Okay. Um, and then the last thing is what problem do I truly want to help solve? And this is a really big thing. And I know that Laura is going to talk about this on day three when she's talking about our transformation aspect, but this is like a really big thing. It's like, you can't just, and I'm not going to dive into it a lot, but you can't just be saying, okay, I just want to like help people lose weight. Like you've got to think about the bigger picture. Like why, what is your reason why you want to help them? What do you truly want to help them solve? Is it like you want to help them because you are someone who transformed your own life and you saw how like it helps you with your own anxiety. Like that would be my thing. Right. Or like, is it someone because you want to help them like avoid getting diabetes or like you, or like avoid any potential risk of like high risk diseases because you've seen it in your families and like you want to help them along that path. Like whatever that is, think about what you truly want to help solve. And then you develop your um, niche from that specifically. So these are just some examples of some really great people that have come into the health and fitness world that have developed amazing niches, right? Like, so there was Julia Michaels. So she's known as America's toughest trainer, right? So when we're thinking about the internal aspect, like that's who she's known as. Like when you Google her, like if you Google America's toughest trainer, she's going to pop up images of her just like that, like yelling in the face, like <laughs> you got this. Or like maybe she's saying, don't you dare quit on me. That's probably what she's saying in that one. <laughs> um, but that's like, she's recognized for her no BS approach to health and fitness. Her impact, she's impacted millions of lives around the world, right? But so for somebody specifically who is like, I don't like that approach. I don't like someone who's straight up. I need someone to be a little more gentle. They're not going to be into her stuff. They're not going to buy her DVDs. They're not going to join her app, her programs. And that's okay. See, she's attracting the people that are vibing with her style and her approach while she is completely just like pushing away the people that wouldn't be into it by her being herself and by her developing her persona, her internal niche, her figuring out who she wanted to show up as she's been able to attract millions of people and change millions of lives and then repel the people that are just not into her vibe because maybe instead of being into her vibe, they're into this guys, this guys, <laughs> we love Richard Simmons. Hi, Richard. Um, he's amazing. Right. And he is known as like a fitness crusader. Like he's just someone that like, when you say his name, everybody knows who he is, all right? And he's recognized for his work. He's worked with millions of people around the world to combat um, obesity. He's developed a reputation for providing programs for someone who's just starting out on their fitness journey. He is someone who his 
persona, his niche is like specifically mostly people that are just starting out in health and fitness that are really nervous that want something of a gentler approach. His whole like sweating to the oldies videos, if anyone knows of them. I mean, I used to do it. I know Lauren used to do them too. <laughs> Back in the day, they were hilarious. They're amazing dancing around. Um, oh my gosh, so fun. But the thing is, is that his is like a really good introduction to health and fitness if you want something to kind of ease your way in. That's who he attracts. He doesn't attract the people that are looking for hardcore workouts. Like if someone loves CrossFit, they're not going to go home and do a Richard Simmons workout video nine times out of 10. I'm not going to say a hundred percent because there might be people that like both, but nine times out of 10, you're not going to. So he knows his audience and he drives everything to that audience. He speaks to them. Even if you go to his website, his messaging, his blog, everything is speaking to those people that are starting out in health and fitness. And then of course, we have Shanti, and I like to think of Shanti as kind of like in between Jillian and Richard Simmons in a way, because Shanti is about transforming America through his signature programs. He was known for his beach body work, but he's recognized as a heart-centered approach to health and fitness because you know that he his workouts are hard, they're intense, but he offers modifications so he can like pull you in even if you're just starting out. But then at the same time, he talks a lot about like mindset and love and like loving yourself and opening up. So he's not like hardcore like Jillian Michaels, but then he's also maybe a little bit more on like the more challenging side from a fitness perspective than like a Richard Simmons program. So he's developed this persona where he attracts people that are kind of like, okay, I just need to do something right now. And they're kind of like in that middle of the road, not really sure what to do next. They all turn to Shanti in my opinion. So this is kind of like a way though, like just to help you understand how you can create that identity for yourself. These are amazing examples of people doing it right now in the health and fitness industry. So that was the internal side. That's like thinking, how do I want to show up in the world? Who do I want to be? How do I want to show up? If you Google me, then the next part is external. This is where you look at the external factors of the market. So this is that red ocean, blue ocean strategy that I was talking about earlier. So I'm going to explain it to you guys a little bit better. So basically, um, this is a... Um, the Blue Ocean Strategy is actually a book by Renee uh, Maborn, I'm going to say. I'm, gonna, I'm probably pronouncing it wrong. If I am, I apologize. And W. Chan Kim. And in this book, they specifically talk about Red Ocean Strategy. And I'm going to break it down for you as simple as I can, which is the Red Ocean is like having this pool. Okay. It's like you have an ocean and people in the very beginning were like, I want to start teaching fitness. Okay. And then everyone was like, excuse me, they're like, oh, that's a really good idea. And then some people were in this ocean, okay? And they were like in this blue ocean and they were teaching fitness and everybody was going to them because they're like, oh, I need help with my fitness. I need help with my health. I need help with my nutrition. I need all of these things from you. But then it got really populated because all of these other people around the world were like, wait a second, you're making money doing this and you get to make impact and you get to help people and you get to do something you love. That's amazing. I want in there. So they're jumping into this blue ocean of fitness and health. And then it became a red ocean because it's like bloodied waters because all of a sudden it's like almost like all of the trainers in there are like sharks just trying to get clients. Right. And so it becomes this red ocean. It becomes completely full. That's how I think of it. I don't know if they describe it as like a bloody ocean. That's, I think of it as like sharks and oceans, maybe because I'm terrified of sharks. Side note. Anyways, <laughs> so the Red Ocean, you're in there and you're saturated market because now there are so many trainers in there and you're all fighting for clients. 
But then what happens is you go, okay, wait a second. I don't want to struggle anymore. I don't want to hustle anymore. I don't want to be just like everybody else doing this generalized program of fitness and just hoping that someone finds my stuff online and they jump into my program over everybody else's, even though we all are kind of saying the same thing. Instead, what I'm going to do is I'm going to jump over here. I'm going to pull myself out of this saturated market and I'm going to say, hey, I'm now going to teach fitness specifically for women with diastasis recti. And then all of a sudden, oh my gosh, what happens is you created this disruption in the market because now all these people over here, they might be able to do it too, but they're not telling anybody about it. They're saying, I'm going to work with women, children, and dogs, and I'm going to do all of that over here. And then you're over here saying, I specifically work with women that have diastasis recti. So then what happens is women that have diastasis recti that are Googling, remember, because how do you want to show up when you get Googled? Women that are Googling, they're saying, I need help with my diastasis recti, or do I even have diastasis recti? All of a sudden, you're going to pop up, and you're going to show up online in that space because they're going to go, okay, wait, I can go for like these trainers that deal with everybody, or... I can work with Amanda, who specifically works with women to heal their diastasis recti. So now that whole thing of like not wanting to repel people doesn't matter because now you're attracting your own people out of that saturated market. Okay. So that's kind of like the whole strategy behind it. And basically it's like red ocean, a saturated market, lots of competition, um, lots of like cost value trade-offs. So like a lot of people like doing a lot of discounts and things just to try to get some kind of um, hold on the marketplace, all right? And then the blue ocean is where you actually are serving in your own little space. You can actually charge a little bit more of a premium because now you have a very specific clientele that is looking for your very specific expertise. So where most people get stuck, excuse me, is number one, by not being specific enough. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk you through that in just a second, how you can get even more specific. And I'm gonna show you where everybody kind of gets stuck in that middle of the road. But then the second thing is, is that fear. The fear that you don't wanna alienate anyone or turn anyone away because like, here's the thing guys. I wanna address this really quickly and I know I sort of addressed it earlier, but I wanna address it really clearly so you hear me out. If you are saying, I help everybody, you are going to get lost in that red, saturated, bloodied, watered market, okay? If you specifically pull yourself out and you start saying, I only work with women that have diastasis recti and I help them heal that, you are going to make um, more impact and more income, I promise you. You are going to make better money and you're going to help more people because they're going to be able to find you because you are going to pop up on their Google searches versus in the saturated market where you are just going to be drowned out with all of the other people out there. The nine times out of 10 where all of the trainers end up is in that red market. And I don't want that for you. For health coaches, for fitness coaches, for trainers, like you guys are doing amazing work in this world. You're helping people change their lives. I want them to be able to find you. And I want you to be able to do the thing that lights you up and excites you. So you've got to be specific and tell people what that is so that they can can actually find you okay so this is really important so here's where everybody gets stuck okay so here's the general I'm gonna give you some examples and you might be like listening right now and you're raising your hand you're like oh man I'm either general or middle ground a lot of you are probably not in the niche market and this is where we want to get you going so the first thing is general general would be like I help with weight loss okay like whether it's a fitness program a nutrition program or whatever I help people lose weight um, you have on your website, you know, or you're thinking about developing your website that's like, oh, help you lose the last 10 pounds or things like that. That is generally you're in that red market, 100%. Middle of the ground, this is where a lot of people think they're being niche, which is like weight loss for women. 
They think that like, that's, I'm pretty specific. And you are, you're better than sort of being in that general pool, but you're still only halfway there. It's like three steps. That's why I've got it laid out this way. It's like you're going halfway, but you're not 100% specific. And I think the reason why a lot of people get stuck in this middle ground is number one, the whole, they don't want to repel everybody, right? So they're like, okay, well, I'm still just saying it's women, but like, I'm going to just kind of keep it there because it's like playing it safe. I don't want you to play it safe because I want you to get really specific so your people can find you, your ideal clients can find you this way. So then when you go niche and you say, I, go, I deal with hormone balancing for women dealing with menopause, all the women that are dealing with hormone balance issues and that are dealing with menopause are going to hear you versus the weight loss for women. And even though your goal might be weight loss for women that are dealing with menopause, I want to work with women that are 50 plus dealing with, that help them with weight loss, chances are they're in menopause. They have hormone issues and they've gained weight. Weight loss can be the byproduct of that, but weight loss general is going to get you lost in that saturated market. The next one, another example of where the middle ground is. So general personal training for everybody. I want to help everybody. <laughs> and that's cool, but it's not going to get you clients. That's the problem. Okay. And I don't want you to struggle. Um, the middle ground is personal training for athletes. It's pretty good, but again, it's that safe ground, right? You're very in the middle. But a niche market could be personal training for retired football players with knee injuries. Oh my gosh, like how specific is that, right? If you heard someone who was like, that is my thing, like I can help people, I've recovered from my own knee injury, or like I helped my brother-in-law or my sister-in-law who was a football player who is dealing with a knee injury and I helped them heal it and like I know how to do this so well and I know how to train them to build that strength, like be specific. Okay, because you'll be surprised. And this is another thing that I actually get, another fear. Someone once said to me, they said, wait, how do I know that there is enough people that are dealing with this? I promise you, there are billions of people in this world. They need your help. If you get specific, they will hear you better. Don't be afraid that there's not enough people. There are billions of people in this world. You know, the one person that did ask me, she was asking specifically about IBS. She's like, well, how do I know if I go specific and I say IBS specifically that there's enough people? And I was like, let's Google it right now. And there was a study that showed just in North America alone, I think it was like 5.2 million people or something. I'm like, is that enough people? Because that's just North America. So just like Google it if you're unsure, but I'm telling you, if you know that you, if you know that there are people dealing with it, I promise you there's enough people in this world to support your specific goals, okay? And then the next one is general, a 1200 calorie meal plan. Um, you hear about these all the time, those like very generalized meal plans. I do meal plans for anybody and I'll just give you like a weight loss meal plan and it's super specific. But middle of the ground would be like nutrition for women looking to lose weight, right? So that's like pretty good. Like you're pretty there. Um, you're almost specific enough. But then what if we switched it and we said a vegan diet for female athletes? Again, the middle ground one, nutrition for women looking to lose weight, you're going to have some women coming to you for sure. You're, you're definitely going to repel the men. You're definitely going to repel, you know, children. It's going to be very specific. You can have women just finding you, but you're still only like halfway there. I want you to go all the way there because I promise you as soon as you do, it's going to be a game changer in your business, especially in the online space because there are so many other trainers. There are so many other programs. It is a saturated market, but again, celebrate that saturated market, but just know how to pull yourself out of it. All right, so these are just some examples. So here's an example of that 70, 1200 calorie meal plan, right? So you can buy this plan or, and this is where your clients are gonna be thinking, right? They're gonna be like, okay, I can buy this generalized meal plan or a personalized vegan diet plan. So anyone who's vegan, they're gonna obviously buy this plan 100%. Like it's very clear, it's very specific to what 
their needs are versus just this generalized plan. Here's another example. Personal training services. This is just, you know, they have cardio fitness, corporate fitness, group training, pre and post, senior fitness, sports conditioning, specialty services, strength training, weight loss, Tony. Like young teens, like they have everything available and that's cool. You kind of want to offer everything. I know that some that people get sucked into that mentality of like, I just want to offer everything so that I can charge all the people. But now their services, they don't, they're not seen as an expert in one area. So they're going to get lost in that crowd in that red ocean versus here we've got Kaylin from Lady Boss and it's like, Specifically, Lady Boss, the ones responsible for helping, uh, she's like the first global weight loss system and support community for women. Global weight loss system, support community for women. That's it. Like it's so specific. You know that it's specifically for women and it's specifically for a weight loss um, program versus this personal training program. If you're a woman and you're Googling, which one are you going to purchase, right? It's very clear. So now what you need to do so this is the fun stuff, guys. This is where now, let me get out of this screen and get over here. So now you guys have your worksheet, right? And so here's what you guys need to do. You need to go through this worksheet now. Now that it's like fresh in your brain and you're like, okay, I get it. I see it. I understand it. You need to go in this and you need to be like, okay, answering these questions. So these are the questions that were in that slides before that I was talking about. Like, what am I truly passionate about? Like think deep on that and be really honest with yourself about it and just do the thing that lights you up. Don't do the thing that you hate. Don't do the thing. It's like when people go running and they hate running. I'm like, don't run, just do something else. Find the thing that you love to do and do that. Um, what could you talk about for days? What do you want to be known for? If you Googled yourself, how do you want to show up in the world? What do you naturally gravitate towards? So what is the one thing that you find yourself always getting pulled back towards? Because that's probably a really clear sign that that's what's speaking to you inside. Who are you serving and what are you wanting to serve long-term? And then what problem do you truly want to solve? And then of course, at the very end here is where you're going to go general, middle, and niche. This is where you are actually going to type in like, okay, what's your first idea that you want to do? Okay, I want to help um, with weight loss. That's your general. Like that's so general. That's red ocean, bloody ocean. The sharks are in there with you 100%. <laughs> the middle ground is like, I'm going to be doing weight loss for women. And so then you're there, you're halfway there, but then I want you to go deeper. What is that one thing? What is the expertise that you have inside of you that you know you can support? How can you next level it to get really specific, to get really clear? So your audience can find you and like you have like an abundance really because you are going to have all of these people coming to you because they can find you clearly versus because you're in your own blue ocean now versus over there in that crazy saturated red ocean all right so that is our blue ocean strategy our niche marketing strategy our day one of foundations for our online biz challenge guys again this is probably the very most the reason why we made it number one is because it is the foundation. Like if you don't have this and you try to jump ahead and you try to skip this step, you're going to end up in that red ocean and you're going to get stuck there and you're going to stay stuck and you're going to stay hustling and you're going to stay like just feeling overwhelmed and feeling like you're doing all this work and you're not getting the clients. So get out of that red ocean, get into the blue ocean and follow this to help you get that clarity today. All right. So does anyone have any questions? Laura, can you unmute yourself now? <laughs> oh, hey. Oh, my God. That was so good. Thank you. <laughs> Hopefully, everyone, like, 
got something from that. I haven't been checking in the comments or anything. So I'm like, I just yeah, I'm it. loving it. I'm see Christy is like, the ideas are being narrowed down. I'm absolutely loving this. There's yeah. some people who are on it, but they have to, they're watching part of it. They're like, oh, I'm I got to go back to work. I can't wait to watch <laughs> I know, the rest I of my time. Okay, good. We're good. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so let's get some questions going. Yeah. If there's any questions, please type them into the chat function or type them in for Laura. Um, just give me one second here. Awesome. Thanks. Uh, so yeah, so I've been putting the link. So for anyone who's looking for the link for the worksheet, we sent it out via email. I also put it in the chat function, both on zoom and on Facebook. Mm -hmm. So if you don't have the worksheet that Amanda has been working on, make sure you download that because guys, it's so important not to just listen to this stuff while these ideas are flowing, get them on paper, get yes. them on paper, get them out because You've got to take action. I know we talk a lot about this, but when you're not taking action, when you're not, you, you know, when you're just stuck in your head and you're not doing, that's where the anxiety comes from. That's where the mm -hmm. feeling of being stuck. That's where I'm not clear. So download the worksheet again, and we'll be sending it out. We're going to be sending you guys a lot of emails. So just be warned, <laughs> but we don't want you to miss the stuff. Yeah, no, we definitely want you to do the worksheet. The worksheet is like, it's so key. Like, and that's the exact process that we go through. Like when we're developing any programs or anything and we're talking about like, okay, who do we, like we already know the brand stuff because we've already built that part. But it's like when we're talking about like, okay, but how specific do we want to get? Like we do the same process guys. So we're giving you something that we know works. So if you do this, it's going to help you get unstuck because so many people just get stuck. They get stuck in that red ocean and they can't get out. It's so important to get out of there. And I know for some of you too, sorry, we had a, we had a question here. Is niche the same as niche? Yes, yeah. it is. <laughs> so okay. for, for our U.S. residents, I'm sorry. I say niche because I'm in Canada, but it's niche or niche. <laughs> yeah, so it's the same thing. Um, okay, we have a question here about, I run a fitness and a nutrition company should I be focusing on fitness or on nutrition or can I focus on both you can focus on both 100% just make sure that your market that you're speaking to is the same and make sure that the end transformation which Laura's going to talk with you about on day three is the same so as long as you as long as you have like the same goal for the same person like the same type of people that you're focusing on. So you don't want to be like, Oh, I provide meal plans for everybody, but then I provide fitness for women. Like try to be like, I provide meal plans specifically for women looking to lose 10 pounds post baby. And I also do workout plans specifically for women that are looking to lose weight postpartum or something. Like it has to be, it has to be like the same voice, the same message or else what's going to happen is you're going to have confusing messages going out all the time, but you can bundle it all together as well. Like if you're doing fitness and nutrition, why not develop like a bundled program so that rather than it just being pieces, it's actually like an entire cohesive plan. And just to add to that too, obviously we've got the five days coming up. So this is step one and tomorrow we're going to be diving into all about uncovering your program topic yeah. because what Amanda's talking about today, yes, this is for your business, but I want you guys to think about it in the context of creating an online program. So as you're creating a program, you're going to get really specific on the niche you're going to go after for the program. So get this into your mind kind of now, because as we head into tomorrow and we're going to start to uncover the topic, it's going to be, it's going to make a lot more sense. And as Amanda said, then you could start to, you know, if you're dealing, if your niche is 
you know, postmenopausal women who are dealing, who want to lose weight. Mm-hmm. If that's your niche, now you can start to figure out, you know, the fitness and the nutrition offering if you want to do both. Um, but again, tomorrow we're going to start to uncover that topic. Yeah. Don't miss that. That's going to be amazing. I see another um, question too, just in the webinar chat. Um, it says, is it possible to pursue two niches or niches? Excuse me. <coughs> um, so my answer to that is no. <laughs> my answer to that is in the beginning, especially with an online program, like you want to have just one audience that you're speaking to, one specific thing that you are focusing on. If you try to do two at the same time, what's going to happen is you're going to split your energy. You're going to split your messaging. You're going to either, if, if you only have, say, for example, say you only have one email list or one audience on social media, but you're running two different programs and you're talking to two different groups of people, you're going to cause so much confusion that you're going to have people that are going to tune in one day and then the next day they're not. And then they're going to be like, Oh, she just talks about things that I am not interested in. And they're going to like jump off and then you're going to lose a lot of people. And rather than just being hyper-focused on one area, if you focus specifically on one area and one group and one niche, one niche or niche, <laughs> then you are going to be able to just attract those people. So just stay really diligent and focused. And I know sometimes it's hard because we're like, oh, but I really want to do this. I want to do this. And like, as entrepreneurs, we all see like the shiny objects over here and we're like, oh, but I want to do that too. Or we have the idea fairy, as we call it, coming in and telling you like, oh, I want to do this and I want to do that. But like you you just have to stay super diligent and focused on one specific area. Once you have a program and it's like up and running and it's like blown up and it's doing amazing and you want to start something completely different, go ahead. But don't, um, don't have your business. Like if all of a sudden we had Fitchix Academy and it was like, it's Fitchix Academy and we focus on women's education programs and we also focus on helping women develop amazing businesses. But then all of a sudden we're like, oh, but we also do nutrition for men. Like so confusing, right? confusing to our audience. So you just want to make sure that you're just staying focused on one specific audience. Uh, we also have a question here from Lauren on Facebook. So she, first of all, says, love this. It's something I had already been thinking about and I love hearing this confirmation. One question. I know, my, I know my initial niche market, but would it be prudent to add on a secondary after some time? In my instance, my niche is women with metabolic dysfunction and my secondary is teen health for girls. Right. So again, it's just like what I kind of said just recently, which is like, get your one program going, have it blowing up, have it amazing. And then if you find, I mean, I guess my other question would be like, is the first audience going to be like older women or like moms specifically? Cause then maybe they have teens that you can then introduce that program to them. But like, I would, I feel like that's going to get really confusing really fast. So I would just stay super focused on your one program and then you could eventually introduce that one, but I almost feel like it would have to be under a different brand. Because the thing too, Lauren, that you have to think as well is that what Amanda was saying too about knowing your niche makes it so easy for your messaging. Exactly. So it, it's not just about, okay, this is what my business is built on. It's also about, you know, this is what I'm going to post on Facebook. So suddenly, you know, women are coming to you and going to your Facebook page and like, yes, I love Lauren's posts about metabolic dysfunction or dealing with stress or, you know what I mean? Whatever it is around metabolic dysfunction, that's helping mm-hmm. them with their problem. And then suddenly they see something about teen health for girls. It's going to be super confusing. And they're yeah. going to be like, wait a second, I follow this girl for this. So yeah. 
it's also, and, and it's going to help you stay clear, which is so important because it's so easy to get overwhelmed. And then you're like, what do I create? What do I do? It's going to post. Yeah. And yeah. it's just like, it helps you to have so much clarity. And I do think like, if that is, if that's a passion of yours, if that's a secondary passion of yours, if they're both like big passions for you, I think it's a secondary business altogether. Um, so Anita says having a background in nutrition and fitness is what is making it hard for me to bundle it being that I specialize in working with women to heal their relationship with food to achieve the bodies they want. Mm-hmm. Um, but Anita, I totally understand. Yeah. Having both, like not being sure what you want to bundle it in, but this will be where tomorrow's class will make a lot of sense for tomorrow's training because we'll start to figure out how you can pick out what the specific topic is and then we're going to figure out what you want to include in that definitely and I think just I mean just some food for thought with that I think you know because specifically can you tell me again sorry Laura I'm not looking at the comment um she specifically deals with women um, she's just talking about it's making it hard for her to bundle it because she specializes in working with women to heal their relationship with food to achieve the bodies that they want. Right. So, I mean, I think, I think that the, if I'm understanding this correctly, Anita, is that you're probably struggling because you're like, okay, but if I'm talking about healing your relationship with food, you're trying to keep it like really about like this positive energy. And then you think that fitness has to be like this kind of punishment or like a lot of times women think of fitness as punishment, but they also think of fitness as like a, um, a way to lose weight versus like you're trying to heal. I think it's just about how you position it. If, if I'm understanding your question correctly, you're just trying to figure out how to put the two together to make it so it's not like conflicting messaging. I think it's just a matter of like making your fitness a part of that process, the healing process and understanding that like, and positioning the fitness side of it more as like a way to like, just be healthier and stronger and like focusing on those aspects versus what, you know, 99% of media focuses on, which is like weight loss, using fitness for weight loss, focus on it as more of like a strength, confidence, um, and overall health aspect and tie that in together that way. Because even, um, Anita too, like that's a great, you already have a great niche, you know, like you're specifically helping women heal their relationship. Um, with food and with their bodies, which is very specific because someone who's going to go to you for fitness and nutrition, who's looking for that is not going to go to someone who's, you know, folks that their niche is on preparing for a fitness competition. So you already have a great niche. Now you just need to figure out putting together the program that's going to speak to that niche. Yeah. Good job. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Does anyone have any other questions? Yeah. Like fire them off. I love this like hot seat moment. I love just answering questions. <laughs> we just want to make sure that you leave here and you're like so clear and that you're ready to like rock this so that tomorrow when you show up, you have your niche. You're like, okay, yeah. Like I know, I know who it is. And I know like what I'm going to be talking about, like in terms of the market space. And then Laura's going to help you figure out the topic. And like the topic is so fun. Like that's such a fun topic. My topic is like, like niche is like, maybe not as sexy, but it's so important. <laughs> it's like, if you skip it, you're going to regret it. So don't skip it. Just do this worksheet a hundred percent. And this is, Yeah. And this is one of the biggest mistakes that people make that we see women making all the time when they're trying to launch their business online and fitness and nutrition 
yeah. is that they don't do this niche exercise. They don't yeah. think about the market. They don't think about who they are and how they want to show up. And what ends up happening is they skip straight to the, the program topic, right? Because that's the fun thing. It's like, well, what can I teach? Yeah. And <laughs> then they wonder why they're struggling to develop the content. Why, if they do develop it, it doesn't sell. Um, and also then they're struggling with how to market it and position themselves. And it just becomes this big, like overwhelm when really, I was going to say, yeah. And they end up like everything marketing is just generalized. There's nothing specific. It's just like, Oh, here's a water tip or here's a, here's like a cool recipe, which is good. Like people like it, but that's not what's going to speak to your audience. And that's not what's going to differentiate you from all of the other people in health and wellness and fitness. Yeah. Or you get into the program launching training where you're like, well, now I'll just run a 20 day challenge or now I'll just run a boot camp, and now I'll just do this. And now I'll just do that. <laughs> thinking that you're going to find the diamond in the rough when really this is the most important work. So yeah. make sure you guys do this tonight. And then yeah. tomorrow we are back at 12 o'clock mm-hmm. um, where we are going to be talking about uncovering your program. So I'm going to be taking you guys through the three-step process to help you find and select your topics for your online programs or courses that is going, yeah, it's, this is super fun. Um, and topics that you are going to love teaching and topics that are going to help you generate income and topics that are really going to help people get results. So, um, the worksheet will be sending out tomorrow and also be posting it with the, with the video. But of course, any questions for Amanda or for myself, this video is also going to be, um, it's in the Facebook group. So it stays live in there. So yeah. post it in there, tag us, um, tag us in it. And then we will come back and respond to the questions there because we want to make sure that the lives we're staying focused on the topic we're teaching that day. Awesome. Cool. Well, thank you guys so much for checking this out today. Thank you for joining us. I hope this was super helpful. I hope that it was like eye opening in some ways and getting you unstuck from that bloody shark infested waters. (laughs) I can't help it. I just, I always think red ocean shark. (laughs) So get out of the shark waters and come and join us in the blue ocean. Get your news clear and we will see you tomorrow at 12 PM Eastern standard time. Okay guys. All right. Have an amazing day. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Fit Chicks Chat Podcast. Want more healthy love? Visit www.fitchicks.com for amazing resources, free workouts, recipes, tips, and so much more to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out.